Welcome to the Business Wisdom Podcast, where business strategist Clive Enova shares his inner business wisdom with you. Each episode is packed with his experience to help you grow and develop your own business wisdom. Join Clive as he shares his wisdom with you. morning. Here's another tremendous week underway. Already started and no matter where you are, no doubt you're looking to have a great week. One of the most important things about business, of course, is selling your products and services. We all know, of course, that no matter where we look in the world, a lot of the businesses that start fail within the first three years. Here in Australia, it's fairly easy to find the figures. We can have a look, see why they fail, see what percentage failed, and that's 65% across three years. That's a pretty frightening number when you sit down and think about it. But of course, there are those other businesses which have made it. They've passed that three years. And in passing those three years, they've no doubt set about selling their product or service in sufficient quantity to make it work. If we look at the reports on why businesses fail here in Australia, they tell us that there was insufficient cash or there were too much expenditure or poor management of the cash. No matter how you look at this, poor management might be a euphemism for something else. But if we look at it as simply not managing it properly, uh, it all comes back to one thing, and that is there's not enough revenue. Not enough revenue comes back to not being able to sell enough of your product or service. That is, you haven't had enough customers buy your product. Nice and simply put like that, it sounds rather frightening, really. When we've got the best product or service that's going around, why wouldn't people buy it? Well, there's actually a whole host of reasons why people won't buy things. When we look at selling and what selling is, we discover that a tremendous number of people have a very poor opinion of sales and they generally transfer that across to people who are involved in sales. And many people who need or should be needing to sell their product or service also have that dim view of sales, and they try, therefore, to not appear salesy. And some of them go out of their way to make sure they don't appear like they're trying to sell something. Some of those same people then look back and go, I wonder why my product or service didn't sell. Now, I don't disagree that there are lots of things about sales that aren't particularly good. That is, they don't make you feel good. I see a lot of people nowadays uh, teaching other people how to sell, and I have quite a few approaches myself. Most of those who approach me to teach me how to sell talk to me about things like, this is not what was going on in the 80s. We're not going to teach you anything about what's going on in the what was going on in the 80s. And then they proceed to show me all the things they're going to teach me about selling. You know, I've been around a little while, and in fact, I learned to sell back in the 70s. And if I remember correctly, what was going on in the 70s was what was going on in the 80s. And surprisingly enough, what was going on in the 80s in terms of selling was going on in the 90s. And it's what these very same people who tell me that they're not going to try and teach me what was going on in the 80s are trying to teach me now. The interesting thing is that when I was taught to sell using the methods and techniques that had been honed across decades to discover the best way of selling, I found it quite confronting. I didn't actually enjoy it. And what surprised me most was that I was actually good 
at selling. Because I was good at selling, I wanted to know what it was that made me good at selling. So I set about finding out, and I discovered that despite the fact that I didn't like the way that I was taught to sell, that is, the things that were required to be done, I found them too aggressive, didn't take enough care to find out what a, a prospective customer wanted, and so on and so forth. There's a whole bunch of things like that. That's a discussion for another time. But as a result of finding out those things, I, I then found out what it is that actually makes people buy. People buy things that they want and that they need. Now, that might be a surprise, but that's it. It's as simple as that. What's more important from the point of view of a business person is that the business person presents the product or service that somebody's interested in in a way which allows that person to accept, yes, this is what I want. This is the, the terms and conditions under which I'm prepared to accept it. Yes, it's the price I'm prepared to pay. And so business goes on. Now, what does it take to do that? Do we have to rev ourselves up and go out there and pretend to know everything? And doesn't matter who we see, they're a prospect. So let's just get stuck in and tell our story. Well, you can do that, but that's what they were doing in the 80s, apparently. Why do they still do it? because it works. Does it work as effectively as any other technique? Well, it works far more effectively than some techniques I know about. It doesn't work as effectively as having a proper conversation with a person about something that they want and something that they need. Understanding how to have that conversation is what sales is really all about. Sales is not, or doesn't have to be at least, this pushy thing, this shouting at people that they must have this or they must have that. If you understand your product or your service and you understand it really, really well and you understand the way that you provide that product or service and you understand the circumstances under which you're prepared to deliver that and for what price and you know all of that and you know why a person will buy it from you, remember they've got lots of choice, if you understand all of that, selling is nothing more than a simple conversation wherein somebody will tell you what they want, you will match your product or service to what it is that they want, or if it's if your product or service is not what they're after, leave, go and, go and talk to somebody else. The right outcome is what's right for you and for the customer. It's just a matter of having a simple conversation. It's a conversation that allows you to express your views and for the purchaser, potential purchaser, to express their views. Now, if they match, that's great. That means that business will be done. But if they don't match, that's a good outcome because you haven't provided somebody with something that they will later complain about. How do you sell more of your product? You talk to people. You find out what people want and then you show them how they can have that from you. It's that simple. You don't have to be pushy. You don't have to be salesy. You just talk to people. Why will they talk to you? Probably because they want what you have and they want to work out if you're the right person to present it to them, to deliver it for them, whatever the outcome is. Just have the conversation. Do your best to not talk them out of it. And that way you'll have a fantastic week. Thanks for joining Clive. Remember to subscribe for more business wisdom. Want to work with Clive? Book a discovery call with him at enovagroup.com.au.